So, before we begin, I just want to um, I just want to give you a bit of an introduction because we've never chatted before, other than like type messages, have we? No, we have not. <laughs> okay, perfect. So I'm going to give you a little introduction. My name is Caduce Campbell. I am the editor in chief of TheButtonSmashers.com. TheButtonSmashers.com is a nude culture website that covers pretty much everything in nude culture. I think we've been around for about 6.9 years, approximately. It should be 6.10 in the in the new month for November, which is upon us very, very soon. Um, it started off as a place for me to host a podcast. That podcast was called Button Smashers Podcast at the time, and which it eventually evolved into That Beautiful Life, the podcast. And so... Um, when we started the podcast, we didn't have anywhere to host it, so we started hosting on a bunch of different um, platforms. I think we started with Last FM. Is that the name of it? Um, no, not Last FM. Sorry, um, it was a, a free um, platform where you could just store audio on it, and um, and we started with the podcast. I can't remember the name of it right now. And basically, eventually we realized that we needed to have a way that everyone can find all our episodes in one place because that website didn't allow for that and so we started uploading to our own server we got um a free hosting with web or something.com and that didn't work out too well because we ran out of space quite quickly and then decided we're gonna need to get our own website so we went to wordpress because they had a lot of space and made a wordpress and started um uploading the podcast there for a bit and then we decided to start uploading it to a separate server and just hosting it you know just sharing it to wordpress and we did that and um then people the site started to get a bit more popular people started asking if they could write for the site and then eventually over time i started to take the site a bit more seriously and it became the buttonsmashers.com and um and so basically as it grew and became the site that it is today um now we became an accredited member of the press and get to go to conventions and meet people and play Vigima games before they come out and watch anime and manga and all that kind of blah blah blah. And so um, basically that is the the gist of it, of what of who I am. Now I'm gonna find out who you are in the show. That's the whole point of the podcast. <laughs> so the introduction to me, no one needs to hear that in the podcast because um <laughs> Well, they should already know that. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, because we've, we've been doing this for a while. So, yes. Um, <laughs> so that is the introduction for uh, me and the Button Smashers. And so the thing is, is that I wanted to find out from you before we begin. Um, what is your favorite fandom? Are you more of a gamer or are you more of a general otaku, like anime, manga, that kind of stuff? Uh, well, I would say that for me, I, my fandom started as uh, the manga anime side of things first. Mm-hmm. It was definitely my my first love. <laughs> <laughs> um, gaming came in a lot later, actually, because um, what's interesting is that I never really, never really quite grew up on video games. It's more like I've had. I have a cousin, I have uh, friends who were definitely full-on gamers. Me, it was just more like I was on the periphery of it a bit. Uh, um, I mean, I would go over to people's houses, and then, like, if they wanted to play a video game, I would play with them, or sometimes, like, in the case of growing up, uh, me and my cousin are actually about the same age, uh, 
I often went over to his place a lot as a kid, and then most of the time he would always be playing a video game, and then half the time I'd be watching him like he'd be playing Spider-Man, Mortal Kombat, a whole bunch of stuff. (laughs) So it's just like, so yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not like I wasn't aware of gaming, it's just that I wasn't really actually playing them much. Um, I would say that um, I kind of got a little bit more interested in gaming around the time that the the Wii came out. Right. And then, um, and then at, at that time, too, it was like, it was pretty much in college at the time, and then I went over to friends' place, and then she had a Wii, and then we just kind of had like a whole fun Wii uh, gathering thing going on. And I don't know, I guess I was kind of fascinated by the fact that it's like you're gaming, but then you're also get like a little bit of exercise in it. I don't know why. It was just something very appealing about the Wii. And then that kind of became my very first console. And then around the same time too, when I got the Wii, I also got the the DS, the Nintendo DS Lite was what I have. I still have it actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I was gaming on that for a while and then I kind of thought that oh, okay I think I'm going to be content with this I don't need to get into uh, any other sort of consoles but then um, as it happens too every time it seems like I ended up getting sucked into gaming because it's just more like my friends eventually sort of influenced me there <laughs> and it was a big deal when I actually got into gaming like at least when I got a Wii and a DS like all my friends were so excited. They started buying me games, recommending me games. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it was just, it was really, really, really an interesting time. And then um, I was over at another good friend's house. And then at, actually at the time, I think she, I don't remember, like for a while, I think she was into just like PlayStation. Mm-hmm. She actually also had a Wii. And then it was a little later that she ended up buying a Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and bought a whole bunch of games. So then I would come over to her place. We would play games, and then I also watch her play some games. Mm-hmm. And basically, like at the time, like I said, I wasn't really interested in getting any other console. And then what finally made me decide to also add the Xbox 360 to my own like little gaming collection library was like when I first watched her play Dragon Age Origins because wow. <laughs> <that> I... <laughs> it's just like yeah she was like saying yeah let's like you know why don't you check this game out that I'm gonna play and like, I'm gonna show it to you and everything so then like we um, we created like a whole character together she kind of made me make all the the options. I mean, she was the one that was uh, handling the control. Uh-huh. Um, she just would have me, like, select uh, whatever it was on the screen that she showed me, like, the like the build of the character, the, the class, and the story, all of that stuff. So she had me make all the decisions, and then she just played through everything, and I just kind of watched her, and then for some reasons like I got really really into it and then after that day it's like yeah I, I'm gonna go get a 360 and I'm buying this game <laughs> and yeah the, the rest is pretty much history I guess with the gaming stuff uh, very long winded story 
<laughs> okay. <clears throat> I have to say, I, I was planning to do an intro, and um, <laughs> and now I'm not even sure if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i have to say i'm so happy that i already started recording i'm so so happy that i started recording because um because that means that i have all this amazing story to use in the recording which is beautiful i love that okay so um i think i'm gonna do an intro so <laughs> so i'm gonna say hello and welcome to this podcast i'm not too sure specifically which podcast i'm gonna put this recording on it may be, end up being on simply otaku or that beautiful life podcast, depending on whichever one it is. Hello and welcome okay. to the fans of that podcast, whoever you may be. Hope you're enjoying this recording. If this is that beautiful life podcast, you guys are accustomed to my voice. You listen to me pretty much every week, and um, and yeah, you guys should recognize me. If you are listening to this and this is simply a taco podcast, on the other hand, you're not familiar with my voice and you've probably never really heard me before. I'm not the regular host for this podcast. That happens to be Chris and Kaylee, but. We're still in talks about what we're doing with regards to this podcast and so forth. And so if it happens to be Simply Attack Podcast, hello and welcome. I may be a regular voice in this now and you may, you may have to put up with me. I don't know. We'll see what it, how it goes. Uh, that being said, you guys have heard the beautiful voice of my friend Christine. Christine is here today with me. We're chatting about Christine, pretty much. <laughs> and Christine has a... She's a blogger. She has a, a very nice blog. I believe it's called Simpleek, if I'm correct. Am I correct, Sim, um, Christine? Yes, that's correct. Why so <laughs> people have, uh, well, yeah, that's the funny thing. I mean, I'm, probably some people who follow me don't even know me as Christine, even though it is actually in the about page. <laughs> some people just uh, address me as Simply, and I was like, okay, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so you asked me why Simply. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting one too, I guess. Um, Pretty much, I started the blog back in, I think, what is it, like November of 2009. So actually, like my my little anniversary for my blog is coming up. Wow! <laughs> so it's coming up pretty soon already. Um, so yeah, I started the blog back in 2009, and it was around the time um, I remember I just had finished college and everything, and then like most. Uh, post-college grads, you know, trying to figure out their way in the world. And, you know, I was, like, going through post-college, first-time jobs and stuff, but it wasn't exactly jobs I really cared for. But, I mean, I was still trying to figure things out for myself. And, of course, during that time period, I was working in jobs I didn't really like. Um, My whole thing was that I wanted to do a job that was more of on a creative bent Mm -hmm. mostly writing something of that nature and because I was working at um, a job I didn't really care for I was kind of at a place where it's just like I I need like a creative outlet like I need something fun like something for myself so I decided that oh so I'm doing like a little bit of gaming um, watching a lot of anime reading a lot of manga Unfortunately, now, today, I don't exactly have that much time to watch as many anime or read as much manga as I used to. Mm -hmm. But at the time, when um, I first started the blog, I was doing a lot of that stuff. So then I figured, okay, maybe since I wanted to talk about this stuff, and sometimes I always have thoughts in my own head about things that I would kind of, I guess, discuss to myself in a way. Mm -hmm. 
um, I just kind of figured, oh, I need I need a, a, a good outlet. So then I decided to, oh, maybe I should write a blog. So I decided to go on WordPress because I liked their their user interface. Um, everything with WordPress pre- seemed pretty simple. So I set that up, and then when it came time to uh, basically come up with a name for it, I wanted to kind of think of something pretty unique. Mm-hmm. And I was also trying to figure out a way of like, well, how do I convey pretty much what it is that I'll be talking about and what my blog was about? Um, so pretty much my blog is um, me talking about a lot of nerdy things. So it's mostly um, anime, manga, and video games. Sometimes there's also discussions on movies, TV, and occasionally books, but not as much as before, I guess. Um, so I did like a lot of that. And then of course, like, uh, I'm also into fashion a little bit. So <laughs> in that, so there was like a lot, I mean, my interests are pretty varied. So then, um, so then as I was going through, uh, name ideas for the blog, I kind of came up with, a simply geek, mm-hmm. but then wanted to shorten it so then I kind of create I guess I sort of created this little word that doesn't doesn't really exist doesn't have a meaning so I combined the two together and it just became simple <laughs> so just co- combining simply and geek together to just come up with simply and that's <laughs> the book of my blog and the name of it uh, that is um, that is pretty pretty cool. I, th- I think that's the thing when it comes to to doing something like sometimes you have a really good idea of something you wanted to, but you don't know what you're gonna call it, and and that is where your creativity comes. And I think when when we started um, one of the podcasts that I do, which is called Hopelessly Animatic, um, mm-hmm. we were thinking about we want to do an anime podcast that solely focuses on romantic anime, and yeah. uh, and we sat there and we were thinking we were like hopeless you know, hopeless romantic anime podcast and we came up with a bunch of stuff and we were like hopelessly animatic you know and so um that's how we we ended up with that and and i guess your story is kind of like that you know you you, you have an idea a, g- a great idea and then you're like what do i do i know what i, I have a general idea about where i want the name to be and then you just sort of just mesh words together and make some new words and <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like uh, i always say the i always say the phrase blab de bloop and um, only people who listen to that beautiful life really know what I mean by that. It just doesn't really mean anything. It's just a thing I say. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's it's. I think it's cool. I think it's pretty pretty cool. So, I've been following your your blog for a while. I've been popping in and out every so often. I tend to check your blog a lot, very frequently, when you do conventions. And I think that's uh, that's kind of the thing that you do really really well is that. When you go to conventions, you write these really nice um, sort of breakdowns of the whole event, and you have all these pictures of everything. It sort of gives um, people who are reading, uh, you know, a sort of like an experience of what it's like to be at a convention. Um, I guess you can say it's sort of like a, a, a sort of a less visual way of, you know, showing or giving someone a, a piece of an experience that you had at a convention. Uh, for us, we usually would try to get video footage and recordings and all that kind of blah blah but that's just over time we've come to to do that kind of stuff. But you you still write and you still give that sort of written experience where someone can sit and and co- get comfortable and um, and just read along and understand what it's like to to be at whatever co- you know event you're at if it's New York Comic Con or PAX or whatever have you. 
and um, and I like that. So, um, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. So, you know, um, where did the, the convention start? Did you did you initially plan, or were you already doing conventions when you started the blog, or was it something that happened over time? And today, these days, now, um, do you go to conventions as uh, as a member of the press, or is it is it just um, is it this other pocket that you just you know buy a ticket and you go and you just have fun and then you just write about it? Um, I mean, I can't, I mean, it's been a, a really long time now. I can't really recall if I've been going to conventions before the blog. I'm going to say that I probably did. <laughs> okay. So it's more like before I was just kind of attending and having fun, but I didn't write about it at the time because I didn't really have anything to put it someplace. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean... In general, it's just since I've been have I've been keeping this blog for a long time now as well. Um, I've always enjoyed going to Comic Con, and then now, of course, PAX East. Mm-hmm. So then I just kind of made it a point that, like, well, okay, my blog's about geeky stuff, specifically like video games and sometimes comics and all those other things. So I definitely wanted to occasionally add that in there whenever the conventions uh, come around when it's that time Um, but yeah I mean I enjoy writing like my experience there like what I see what I do I mean it's I mean I don't really write it as like a member of the press I guess I just really haven't thought about trying to submit my blog as like a member of the press sort of thing it's just more like I I buy the ticket and I go because it's like I want to go, I want to be there I want to have fun so I'm going to do it but then I also have this blog I always keep in mind that okay I need to check out certain things like maybe like what's interesting that I could do like whether it's Comic-Con or PAX East, uh, what's maybe if there's like a really cool booth to check out, maybe um, there's a interesting game to demo. Like I try to really uh, participate in like all of these activities that's going on there as much as possible. Same with the panels if I can mm-hmm. as well. Um, I mean, I, I don't make it a point to always target like the like the big um, celebrity panels all the time, mostly because I know that it's going to be super crowded, mm-hmm. and I just don't want to wait on a long line for it. Mm-hmm. So that's sometimes it's like unless if it's something I really really want to see, like one year um, there was, and I think this yeah this was actually before the revival. Um, there was an X-Files panel and Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny were going to be at the panel and that was like the one time that I literally, like me and my friend, we lined up like way ahead. (laughs) Planted ourselves there and waited so we could hopefully get in, which we did. Mm -hmm. And it was an awesome time. I mean, I do make exceptions, but otherwise um, I don't always target like those those big name kind of uh, panels, I always tend to target the smaller ones. And usually I find that the smaller ones are just as interesting too because they discuss a lot of interesting topics that are uh, related to like geek culture. And I don't know, I guess sometimes I kind of 
feel like those often get overlooked mm-hmm. when in reality it's like yeah you should actually kind of give those ones a, t- a chance and not constantly focus on like like the Walking Dead panel or like trying to like in uh, Comic Con they had a, a panel for the upcoming Hellboy movie like you know there are other interesting um, panels to go to but I mean unfortunately for my case since I did go to uh, Comic Con this uh, past mu- well yeah this few weeks ago mm-hmm. um, there unfortunately weren't as many um, smaller panels that were going on that day that I attended so this this year I didn't really go to a panel but most of the time I do try to find something of interest to to check out and uh, you said you mentioned that you your friend that you went um, with your friend do you usually go with friends or is it something that sometimes you do alone um, when you go to conventions because I, I know for me personally now I go mm-hmm. to conventions for, for work not as yeah. much fun anymore um, <laughs> But so usually I don't go with anyone. I, I'm usually uh, unless of course it's someone on my team. I usually <laughs> tend to do conventions alone. And even if I do go with people, I tend to like lose them in the sense of I'd, I'd we'd go together and then I'd be like, okay, I I will see you in like a couple hours. I'm gonna do a couple interviews and I'll meet you here or something. And so um, is it is it similar or do you do you just get to do you um, usually go with a friend and do you guys just just go wrong and just enjoy it together? Or is it something that um, that you're able to just sort of like say, okay, well, I'm going to do a f- couple of panels. I'm going to do a couple of things. I will find you when I find you. Uh, well, I've actually done a little bit of both. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I've, I've done uh, conventions where I've gone with friends. Like I have one friend who we pretty much just do everything together. Is this the Xbox friend? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so, like, yeah, we've, we've uh, often, like, uh, done... Every time we go to uh, Comic-Con or go to PAX East, like, pretty much if we're both together, we kind of just stay together. But then, luckily, too, I have so many other friends who go to these same conventions, and then every once in a while we'll, like, meet up with them. But then sometimes what ends up happening is that, like, those those group of friends might decide to do their own thing and then me and her would end up kind of breaking off from them and then just doing our own thing. (laughs) Um, So there is a little bit of that going on. And then in the last few years, like because of like some weird scheduling issues, like the Xbox friend that I usually go to Comic-Con with or Paxis where we're kind of joined at the hip when we go to these things together like because of like some scheduling issues in the last few years she wasn't able to go with me to those so then what ended up happening is that I actually went to Comic-Con uh, there were like two years that I went to Comic-Con by myself and like one no two years that I actually also went to PAX East by myself and then at first I, I mean I guess I was a little certain I mean I was a little uncertain if I would actually enjoy going by myself. I mean, even though I did have some of my friends, some other friends that I knew were, that were going to be there too, and I, we'd meet up, uh, that's fine. So it's not like I was totally alone. Mm-hmm. And it was the idea of um, kind of just wandering the convention center by myself with not anybody like walking around with me. So I wasn't certain if I would like it, but then when I 
I think I did it for the first time with I did it the first time one year with PAX East. Like when I actually did it, then I discovered that oh, I actually also like going around by myself because in some cases, like I, I mean, I love my my other friend that usually is like my buddy to go with me everywhere. But at the same time, too, it was just kind of nice of like quietly observing things on my own, um, just kind of not having to like turn to the other person and be like. Oh, so what do you want? Do you want to go over here? You want to do this? You want to do that? Like it was, it was nice that it's just like I had to just rely on myself mm-hmm. to just make the decisions. Like, and if I wanted to do something, I can just go ahead and do it. I don't have to consult anybody about it. Um, so yeah, it was interesting to kind of get um, an experience with a little bit of both, uh, attending these sort of things with a friend, and then also attending. By myself, so in a way, it's like either way is actually fine. But then I think um, we do have plans to possibly go to Pax East next year. So she's actually going to be able to join me this time around because now her her work schedule has uh, settled out now, and she could actually start attending these things again when last year she was not able to attend with me. That is that is beautiful. It's it's beautiful when you um when when you have a friend that you don't see very often but you get to see them again and it's just like yay we get to hang out and all that kind of stuff. I also should, you know, warn the listeners, um if you hear any sort of weird background noise that maybe my neighbors, kids. Um it is Sunday afternoon when we're recording this. And um and my neighbors' kids are, are quite loud sometimes and they, they they just run past doing what kids do making noise well my neighbor's kids are extra loud they're, they're noisier than, than regular kids anyone who listens to that beautiful life that has should know this by now because at some point we probably recorded an episode in the middle of the day and and those kids just make noise so i just wanted to just point that out it's not me just shouting in the background as christina's talking no those are the kids <laughs> but um back to the point um you know it's it's great um the whole the whole thing when you get to see friends that you don't get to see very often when you go to conventions and stuff like that. Like, for example, I have a mate um, that I'm looking forward to seeing um, from San Francisco next time I go back out to San Francisco because um, he's not a convention guy. But, you know, we, we became friends because we stayed at the same Airbnb. And, um, and so we became friends from that. And he basically, when I wasn't doing work stuff in the city... He carried me around and showed me everything and sort of just really introduced me to the culture and stuff like that. And because uh, at first, I, my intention was just basically when I go to, um, to events and conventions and stuff like that, my intention is always get the work done and, you know, just get back home. That's basically it. I, I never really think of, oh, should I go check out this place or should I do that or whatever have you. It's never really my thing. And um, that's basically what I would do. I'd go, I'd go out, do some work, come back, sit on my laptop and get some work done. And I was sitting at the Airbnb, and he came back, and he was like, um, he was like, hey, man, and we started chatting. And, and eventually, he's just like, um, every time I'd come back, he'd be like, are you just going to sit there? Come on, let's go out and get something to eat or something. And eventually, you know, I just I kept going out and going out, and I, I got no work done. <laughs> so I got, the other end of the spectrum where it's like you were having fun, but it's like, oh, but I, I had to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. The, the last night I was in San Francisco this year, um, I I was he he asked me, he begged me to come back to the Airbnb. He's like, mate, 
he's like um, he's like where are you I just finished a, a press event with NAS America and um, I was in an Uber heading back to the airport and he's like um, he's like your flight's not even to like 10 hours mate like just come back to the flat we'll hang out we'll, we'll, we'll go out get something to eat we'll chill and I'm like um, I'm like uh, yeah but I, I, I want to make sure that I'm at the airport in time I really didn't have to be at the airport in time I just want to get some work done and, yeah. um, <laughs> and I love him to that he's, he's a great guy <laughs> So, yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta ditch your friends. Um, Keith, if you ever listen to this, buddy, I didn't mean to ditch you, man. Uh, everything I just said was just for the show. I did plan to come back and see you, and um, yeah, this this it wasn't. Yeah. I'll <laughs> make it up to you. <laughs> I'll make it up to you, indeed. I, I will. I will. I'll, I'll. Your next drink will be a meme. Uh, let's let's put it on that. You know, we'll, we'll have we'll have breakfast. We'll do coffee. I'll buy your coffee. We'll be good. Um, so yeah. Um, other than that, you know. Uh, there's um there's the whole thing about conventions you've you've mentioned PAX you've mentioned um New York Comic Con um question is um have you ever been to an event or convention outside the US and if no why not um I definitely have not done a convention outside of the US um Uh not because I'm not interested I guess it's just more like um it's more like scheduling issues and also trying to get the vacation time for me to possibly consider doing a uh, convention outside of the U.S. Uh-huh. Um, otherwise, I mean, I would totally be up for doing one for sure. It's just a lot of the times it's just more like um, the thing with New York Comic Con and PAX East is that... Um, it always works out for me to go to those two specifically because, well, for New York Comic Con, I'm, I'm living here in New York City. So it's pretty close by. <laughs> yeah, I'm a New York native. Uh, <laughs> yeah, born and raised New York girl, so it's very easy for me to get to New York Comic Con, no problem. And then for PAX East, um, Boston's not that far uh, from New York, so I could actually just hop on a bus, um, get to Boston, stay for the weekend, and then also be back before Monday morning when I gotta roll into work, unfortunately. Mm. You, you so, know, the thing is, is that, um, like, for example, there's some, some, um, some members of my team or, you know, other friends that I know of who they would literally, because most conventions happen on the weekend, it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you're back on the Monday. I know some friends who'd literally hop a flight, fly over to somewhere, um, spend the week, and be back by the Monday as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm finding your excuse very, very unappealing, if I do say so myself. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently they, they definitely like... <laughs> <laughs> the excuse of work cannot be used in this situation. <laughs> like oh they got me there <laughs> yes they do <laughs> they do got you there with the, the flyover for the weekend um and uh, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna have to ask then um are there any conventions outside the u.s that you do want to attend that you know of that you're like you know what i gotta do this at least once let's exclude tgs um as that is in japan and i and you can't do that over a weekend um but <laughs> Oh, that, that'd be awesome, because, I mean, I, I, I definitely need another excuse to go to Japan again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone needs an excuse to go to Japan. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, 
I mean, I don't know of any conventions that I really want to go off the top of my head, but I mean, I I follow like other blogs. There's like one blog that I that I follow, and then she's based in the the UK, and it's on. A, it seems like she goes to um, a lot of conventions that are out in London, mm-hmm. and. I don't know that I don't remember the name of it, but when I read like her posts about it, to me it's like, oh, that sounds cool. It's like if I were able to go to a convention in London, I mean, I I'd definitely be interested in doing that. And um, in general, it's like one, it's to definitely attend like a really fun video game convention, and two. Obviously, when I'm done with the convention, it's like I'm in London, so of course I would definitely want to uh, tour around London. I mean, I've actually been to London before, but I mean, I wouldn't mind going back again. Oh man, I'm, I've not been to London before, but I'm looking forward to going pretty, pretty soon because my brother is British and lives in London. Well, he doesn't oh. live in London itself, he lives outside of London. But basically, I'm supposed to go visit him uh, very, very soon. I was supposed to... Um, we were scheduled to. I was. We were scheduled to go over to visit my sister and I. Was supposed to visit him um, next month. We plan to do it next month. Um, yeah. But I'm launching a new business venture right now, and so uh, basically we've kind of pushed it back. We're not. Sure, we haven't tied on the idea. But my brother keeps saying he's like, "Hey, just get on a flight and come over." So. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm thinking the event you're thinking of maybe EGX. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. All yeah. Right. That's um, definitely. I'm thinking maybe to try eject, but that's in September if I'm correct. And so if if I go very soon, I'm not going to be able to do eject. So maybe I'll do some of those smaller ones. Maybe I'll get to to try out a smaller um, London-based convention while I'm there. Um, but I'm looking forward to 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 doing London. I have a, I have a couple plans when I get there. Some interesting plans that are going to just be really really fun. And um, one of the guys from from my team is from is from um, the UK, and so. Um, we're gonna do coffee. I like coffee. I don't know if I've not mentioned that, um, <laughs> but I do. Uh, yeah, you've mentioned that more than once, so <laughs> kind of hard to not notice that. But yeah. coffee's great. I love coffee too. <laughs> more than tea, actually. Oh, um, really? No, uh, no. I'm sorry, I can't put coffee over tea. I love, I love coffee, but you can't put coffee over tea. It's like, um, I, and I've rediscovered my love for tea in recent years because, um, because my family run, we run a cafe and at our cafe, uh, my sister started stocking, um, these, this sort of like, um, tea bags that call vanilla chai and, oh. um, and they are so good. They're like, they're like beautiful and, and you drink it and it's just like, oh my God, this is better than anything I've ever had in my life, you know? And... <laughs> it's 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 like a especially once you have like with coffee made with it or some tea, um, mm-hmm. it's like it's like romance in your mouth. But as it's <laughs> on your stomach, it's just really really good and I, really really tasty. I like that description, romance in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's so I, good. I gotta steal that. That's, that's great. <laughs> By all means, feel free to use it. It's 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 a, it's an open space. We, sh- we share everything. Kind of like how the, the Airbnb I stayed at. Um, it was an open space and everyone was like, um, we share everything. Yeah, we share everything. Yeah. It's okay. You can use whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Except my, you can't have my, my tea in the refrigerator. That's, that's the only thing. That's, that's mine. But everything oh, else. I won't touch your tea. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> but, oh, you know, but... it, it's funny though, because, um, mm-hmm. like 
Yeah, I've always been more of a coffee drinker. Um, mm. I was never really big on tea. I guess it's because I don't know. I guess at the like as a, definitely as a kid, I think the first time I tried tea, to me it tasted like um, like flavored water. I don't know. I just I just at the I mean I was a kid. I didn't understand like the 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 whole hype be- behind tea. But then as I got older and um, started frequenting like um, like sushi restaurants and things like that. Um, obviously, a lot of the Japanese restaurants tend to serve you green tea most of the time. And then as I kept drinking green tea, I started realizing that, oh, I actually like green tea. And then I started exploring a little bit more with teas. I mean, my my uh, my taste with tea is still pretty limited, but I mean, I find that I like green tea a lot, and vanilla chai too is also very good. Vanilla chai is it's beautiful. It's very, very beautiful. Um, <clears throat> I have to. I, I feel I must ask though, because it's, it's a strange thing here in the in the Caribbean. Um, we kind of grew up with tea as like a part of breakfast. It's like you get a cup of tea. Maybe um, some toast and some eggs or something in the morning. What mm-hmm. is a, a typical New Yorker breakfast for like a kid growing up? Uh, well, I mean, I guess for New York, usually when you think breakfast, it's like coffee and bagels. Because for a of, kid? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've eaten bagels as a kid, like bagel with cream cheese. I mean, I love that. And especially when you're a New Yorker, it's like a big thing is New York bagels or or in some cases a breakfast sandwich. And the coffee as a kid. So you had coffee as a kid. Well, no, I didn't have a I didn't have coffee as a kid. I mean, I had chocolate milk at least, but I definitely had chocolate milk as a and a bagel as a kid. As an adult, it's more like coffee and whatever else that I have uh, lying around in the kitchen i mean these days like um if i'm not buying my breakfast outside most of the time for me it's like coffee and um oatmeal (laughs) now you start to sound more like my my barrage um coffee and oatmeal very nice i've been i've been (laughs) recently becoming a a big fan of oatmeal because um rog loves oatmeal and it's kind of his his um staple breakfast It's it's a very swedish breakfast oatmeal some jam and oh, and some toast. So I wouldn't have very Swedish breakfast. It is very sweet. That's that's basically what he has every morning. He'll have some jam in the oatmeal, by the way. Um, so he'll have the oatmeal. He'll have some jam inside the oatmeal, and then he'll and have um, he'll have some toast on the side. And that'll be his. Bre- and he'll have a cup of tea as well. And that'll be his breakfast. So not the jam on the toast. No, no, no. The jam is in the oatmeal. I I, I did not know that that's a thing until uh, until I met Rog, and then I tried it myself, and it was tasty. Um, so that is that is a very Swedish breakfast, and I've been having it. And when I say very Swedish, because Roger is the most Swedish person I know. He's Swedish, you know, and yeah. um, and I've not heard any other Swedish breakfasts. So um, basically, <laughs> yeah, that's the most Swedish breakfast I know of, and it's 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 very delicious. I've had my oatmeal, and I love oatmeal, and oatmeal is great. So yeah, oatmeal is great. <laughs> it's a healthy breakfast. The thing is, as a kid though, those things don't even appeal to you. Like stuff like oatmeal and stuff, you're sort of like you want to have french fries and a burger for breakfast but um, <laughs> but as you grow older um you know there's so many things that that sort of like change in your perspective of things you know things you have for breakfast or just the things you value like one of the things for me that i used to value a lot as a kid is that every time for my birthday or christmas or stuff like that i wanted like things like game consoles or or video games or you know anime or something like really cool that i could play with 
and uh, as I've gotten older, I've like I want socks at home, <laughs> <laughs> and I never thought I'd, I'd reach that point where I'd be like that guy that wants socks. But I never have socks. You know, I, I basically want stuff that I, I that I that go missing all the time, and socks always go missing. You know, for some reason they always do. And so, like, very recently, one of my family members was visiting um, family in, um, I believe it was, was it Brooklyn, I think. And he got back, and he he, got, he brought back a gift for me, and it was some a, some pairs of socks, you know. I was like, man, I'm so thankful. Because he, he was, like, trying to apologize to me. He's like, he's like I wish I, I brought back something better for you. I was like, no, mate, this is perfect. I just wanted socks. <laughs> so. You would probably talk, like, wait, really? You're... <laughs> about socks <laughs> when you lose socks in the dryer or anywhere you, you you just you want socks especially when it's like you have one pair and you don't know where the other one is because that always happens there's always one pair of one side and you end up mixing and matching and somehow it turns out even if you buy like five of the same color socks you it somehow it turns out that you find two different colored socks all the time or one is shorter than the other one or something it's, it's just weird <laughs> that way I, I believe socks are evil and um and they're just like messing with us no it's like it's actually like my older sister she's very much into socks a lot of the time so when (laughs) the holidays come around like my mom just gets her socks it's like yeah that's easy (laughs) it's like it's something she wants but i mean i i think that's just uh it's just uh natural like the older you get you just your your wants and your needs become very very like practical Mm -hmm. yeah you no longer want the cool stuff it's like no i don't want that it's like i want i want the clothes which is a, the, the thing that as a kid you're like Ugh, clothes, and you throw it away <laughs> because even as a kid like people would give me money i'm like i don't want this here <laughs> give it to my mom or something <laughs> you're like give me something cool that i can play with exactly and then like as an adult you're like are you crazy <laughs> I will take that money and those socks <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how how again yeah how perspective changed um, I guess I, I don't want to say I don't want to use the word older but the more experience you have in life because there are some younger people that I know that are very different in the sense of their experience and their um, their maturity level is different as well because, like, for example, I have a little cousin. His name is Nate. Well, Nathan. I call him Nate. And um, for a kid, he's very mature. Like, I mean, Nathan likes, and he's like, I think Nathan's like probably like five or six years old or something. But he likes, uh, he still likes the kid stuff. Like, he'll watch his um, his Paw Patrol and his Thomas the Train and that kind of stuff. But he's also like super mature. Like, he'll sit nice and and um, and not make noise and not not run around like other kids and he'll bring a, a stuffed animal and he'll tuck it in next to you when you're sleeping and you know he's just like like an adult oh. in a kid package basically um, so, <laughs> so i i like I, I would like to use the term you know as you gain more experience i guess um for you know when you start favoring socks and other non um what we'd call fun things as presents <laughs> <laughs> exactly so Moving on, um, <laughs> moving along. You, there's one thing about your blog. I've been following your blog for a while, and there's one thing about it that is very um, particular about your blog, and um, uh-huh. it's it's become my um, sort of like a what's the right word for it? A 
a mystery. I kind of feel like Scooby-Doo when I go to your blog sometimes. Oh, because, yeah? Because, not Scooby himself, but probably, uh, I'd want to say I'd be Fred. Because Scooby and Shaggy aren't too smart. And uh, Fred's the smartest <laughs> guy on the team, so I'll go with him, even though I'm not a jock. Um, but no. basically... Uh, I kind of feel like Friday when I when I come to your, your blog because there's one thing on your blog that's very elusive and that are, those are pictures of you. There are no pictures of you except excluding one. I think it's one picture of you. That's the same picture for your Twitter. Um, that's on your blog. And uh, <laughs> so I'm curious. I have never seen a picture of you online other than that. Other than your um, your Twitter picture. Uh, how how are there no pictures of you? I know everyone who does blogs. They have an Instagram, they have a Twitter, they have a Facebook, they have all these things, and so you at least somehow see a picture of them. You know, um, <laughs> I've never seen one of you, and, and that is um, that's very particular. Um, it's very peculiar, I guess, if you want to say that, because um, one of yeah. my my favorite bloggers that I follow uh, is um, they're on uh, what's the name of their blog? They do a podcast as well. And the, one of the hosts' his name is Chris Atlin. It's like a really cool guy. Oh, uh, well, now they they used to be at the buzzer. Now they're team yes. objection. Yes. Team <laughs> objection. That's the thing. And yeah. the thing is, even Chris, I was able to find pictures of Chris when I started following Chris, Chris and and Sean and and um and Michelle. And yes, I can find anything. So I'm like, what does Michelle? I'm like, what does Christine look like? What if she's like a dude? Um, that uses the name Christine, you know. So before this call, as I'd never heard your voice before, I was prepared for everything. I was like, yeah. it's like okay, like don't don't panic. I mean, hopefully she's a girl, but maybe she might be a dude. And then I figure out what to do with that. I had to make sure I tempered my reaction to whatever your voice came out as. So if it came out as a, as a dude's voice, if it was like, "Hello, I'm Michelle," I would just been like, "Hi, Michelle." <laughs> You know, and I just keep a poker face. You know, <laughs> I say Michelle. I'm saying Michelle. I say Christine. Sorry, um, <laughs> we're talking about at the buzzer randomly. Um, but yes. Um, so Christine, what's the what's the reason for the for the mystery? Uh, well, I mean, for the longest time, I, I mean, I guess even, I guess like around the time like when the internet was like starting to get really really going. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the internet was like a big, new, strange, foreign thing that came into our lives, but also like a very um, fascinating one at the same time. So, um, and then of course, you had like all the stuff with like AIM and like chatting, AOL online, all of that stuff going on at the time. So, pretty much, people when they communicated was just like through. Uh, I am chats and everything. Mm-hmm. So then, I mean, I remember too, like, um, as like a young kid and everything, like, my 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 mother's like very overprotective and stuff, and then she always likes to err on the side of caution. So um, she would always say, like, oh, you know, be careful, don't don't uh, give away like all your personal information like don't exchange pictures so I mean I guess it's kind of been ingrained in my my head not to like like uh, reveal so much of myself in a way and then for me it's like I know it's like it's weird in the in the age of like Facebook and Instagram especially it's like if they're not even like people that you know personally like your friends or something um basically it's it's not it's like it's it's unheard of it's like almost everybody's picture is out there yeah 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess for me, it's like I've always been pretty private and it's just like, while I don't mind sharing certain aspects of myself through the written word, I guess it's just, for me, it's like I'm still sort of not comfortable, like, explaining my picture all over the place. Mm -hmm. Not unless, like, at least not unless if you, like, know me personally or on some level. I mean, I have become friends with, um, online friends, some who I've met, some who I've never met before, but, like, you know, we built a level of trust over time that, you know, I became comfortable, like, connecting with them on Facebook, or if we're in town, like, in New York or something, or if I were to go wherever it is they're at um, to visit, like, you know, I'm comfortable, like, meeting up with them and everything, and, like, like, sending them a a photo of myself, that sort of thing, but then it's more like if I don't know you on any kind of, like, personal level, or I don't have that comfort level, it's just, like, I, for me personally, it's like I'm not uh, really open to like having my picture plastered all over the place. So that that's really the only reason why like there's actually no picture of me on my blog itself, oh. except maybe only one is just like the the uh, the Twitter profile, I guess, which is really kind of like a side profile thing. It is. <laughs> but I'm so happy that I, that I understand the mystery now because it's been eating at me every time you post a, a convention <laughs> article I, I sift through the article and I'm just like okay she's gotta have one picture where even there's a reflection or something <laughs> and I, I go through and I'm just like oh no there's none there's no picture there's no reflection this is just a mystery to me because I'm the kind of person I'm, I, this is a weird thing about me so I'm, I'm very curious about things and, and I, I just some there are things about things that I just, I need to know. Like, like, my mind will not let me rest unless I know something about about things, you know, and so it's like usually like, you know, like sometimes when you have a tort and then you can't remember specifically what it is and you're like, oh, it's on the tip of my mind, I don't know what it is and so it's kind of like that, but not as, as prevalent it's sort of like in the back of my every time I, I stumble upon, uh, you know, across one of your posts, I'm just like did she post a picture of herself in here? Scroll through, read the article. Okay, not okay. Cool. And I, I, eventually, I just sort of like it just fades back out of my memory. Um, but every time I go through like Scooby Doo and I, I scroll through and I look for reflections, because I've, I've come to the point where I've, I've accepted that there aren't going to be any pictures of you that are direct. So I'm just like, look for the reflections. Cue. At some point, there's going to be a reflection. She's gonna she's gonna miss something, you know. And as a secret agent, we're gonna find this, and um, and then the mystery will be solved. <laughs> I mean, apparently I've been pretty meticulous in, like, the pictures I post. Too meticulous, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's really the only reason. It's just, like, I guess it, it's really, like, I kind of like that air of mystery a little bit. And, and, it's, and then, I guess, for me, too, it's, like, well, I mean, people are coming more for, like, what I write. At least I hope so and enjoy what I write. And then it's not really so much about how I look like too and then I guess it's also like uh, partial paranoia too because then I kind of feel like well if I put my picture out there then people might start digging a little bit and then they'll start figuring out like you know because I don't even put my full name either yeah and and that's the other thing and it's like you know I kind of feel like people will get really smart they'll put two and two together they'll probably find like my Facebook they'll find my LinkedIn and it's like I don't want that they'll be by your house in the morning they'll be like hey I came over I found these pictures on the internet I went looking for them found them 
I've come over, you don't know who I am, I'm some random stranger person that just dug you up online, and I've come over for no other reason just to say that I found it, and then I'm going to leave. And <laughs> I mean, it's an irrational fear, but it's just like, I don't know, it's just like, it's just one of those things like, yeah, I'm not comfortable, like, putting myself publicly out there, not unless if I become like a rich and famous author, then I kind of have no choice, I guess. You could still be a, a hidden author. The thing is, though, I have to say, I completely understand because my sisters are exactly like that. I have two sisters and um, it took my older sister a while. Like we, ha- we launched a couple businesses together and that was when she eventually started using her actual name online because she just used to use an alias on Facebook. And um, my younger sister still uses an alias on Facebook and barely ever posts any pictures of herself. And they don't have anything else. My sisters are so paranoid. They have stickers over their cameras on their, their, their webcam on their laptops. And, oh, yeah. Um, and I, I, it's the same thing. My mom's very conservative and she's very like, uh, don't put certain things of yourself online and be very, um, you know, thing. I, I guess for me, I just didn't listen. You know, I, I just post everything. <laughs> and um, like, there's one thing that I posted on Facebook. And it pissed my mom off so bad. It was like, it, it was really, really um, a thing. My sister and I, we were, we were mucking about. We were having a, a laugh. And um, she dared me to let her put makeup on me and put it on Facebook. And, uh-huh. um, and I was like, oh, you're on. I'm going to win this. And so <laughs> my sister makes me up. And, and this was in recent years. This is probably like about, uh, maybe about three years ago or something like that. And so she makes me up. And, and, and then we take a picture and I put it up on Facebook and my mom sees the picture and she completely loses it. She's just like, how could you do this? You can't be putting these things up on your social media. What will people think? (laughs) (laughs) So how did you explain that one or how did you pacify her? Um, I I was like, I don't really care, mom. I was like, oh, it's (laughs) it's not like... I want person i'm my own boss that's the the, the lucky thing is i don't work for anyone so i don't have to worry about like what my boss would think or anything like that and so from that point of view as i'm self-employed i'm able to i don't have to worry about what you know employers think i mean granted when i did work at um at companies i did used to be a bit more conservative with regards to my uh, my social stuff but as someone who um, who's self-employed, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about someone who I work with. Because the people I work with, they know I, I can be wacky sometimes. So they, I don't have to worry about them finding something that's weird about me online. And especially, I like to mess with people on my social media for Facebook. So every so often I post something that, um, that just messes with people. And it, it's for no other reason just to mess with people that follow me. And so... <laughs> <laughs> so from time to time I posted stuff and there are two main times that my mom lost it it was that time with the the makeup picture and one other time where I was I was dating this girl at the time and uh, a friend of mine in my social media had um, had you know these chain mail that people post where they they have a post and it's a chain post and um, after you you comment on it the other person tells you hey you gotta tag this amount of people in it and all that kind of stuff yeah. and it's usually something like strange you have to see so in this one i was you had like five choices and the five choices were like one i found out that i'm gay two um you know i i fell in love with my ex again or something like that three i murdered someone or some kind of like they were all these ridiculous choices and um so i was just like i'm gonna find the ones that are so not me like so things that people would not believe right and i'm gonna use those because you were only supposed to use one but i was like if i'm doing this i'm going all the way i'm gonna mess with people so bad and so uh, at the time the, before i did it i, I messaged my, my girlfriend at the time i'm like i'm like hey babe 
Um, I'm going to post something weird on Facebook. Can you just, like, don't worry about it? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I understand. And, um, <laughs> and I go and I post on my wall. I'm like, that moment when that really sexy guy at work, you start, you start wondering about him. And, um, and then you see your ex and you start thinking, oh, what if, you know, we got back together and all these sort of things. And, I, and there's one other thing that I put in there as well, some other weird thing. And so when I posted on Facebook, I was mm-hmm. like, everyone's going to be like, they're going to be like, you know, questioning all these things. No one questioned anything except the, wait a minute, Q, you're gay? Like, <laughs> everyone came into the chat and it's just like, I had like different friends coming in like, hey man, you got my support. Thank, you know, um, you know, coming out and all that kind of stuff is all good and all that kind of stuff. And I'm there with my ex, you know, we're on this call together after, after I got home because I was doing this on my, on, you know, on my way home. And yeah. we're on this call together and I'm just like, babe, can you see these comments? And we're just laughing about it. You know, because at the time, no one knew who I was dating. Because uh, I didn't post my, my, my you know, my um, my relationship status online. So, yeah. I, I, we were just having a good laugh. There were like one or two friends who knew I was dating her. And yeah. so they didn't comment. But everyone else did. And it was just, it was, <laughs> it was hilarious. But my mom lost it. She did. She was not happy. She, oh, no. Mom didn't like that. She, she was, yeah. she was, she was not happy. She was like, take it down. And all that kind of stuff. <laughs> actually follows you on facebook my mom doesn't follow me on facebook but she she on occasions um sees stuff um from my sister's facebook profiles because my mom doesn't have a facebook profile um she's not she's not into that she's more she has whatsapp and that's basically it for her Um, okay because mom doesn't feel comfortable because i I try to make her facebook but she's like i don't want that you know she's not really (laughs) she's not really that kind of person so yeah sorry mom mom, actually (laughs) say that again Neither is my mom. She's not on Facebook either. She, I'm sure she finds stuff on your, your profile through, you know, your sister or other family members, is it? Well, actually, not, not, my older sister's not on Facebook. I'm the only one in the family that has a Facebook. Oh, my. So yeah. your mom has to come over and log onto your computer to see what's going on in your Facebook. Well, I mean, not really, because, like, she doesn't really get to see any of that stuff. And, well, she actually respects my privacy, too, so I don't really quite have to worry about that stuff. That's, that's, that's nice. My mom doesn't respect my privacy. She she will go on my sister's profile and look at my Facebook to see what weird stuff I post and then tell me about it. You know, she'll be like, she'll be like, why did you do that? Like, there was a point in time where I, I pierced my ears and mom was like, I did not know I made three goals. <laughs> so yeah, every time, um, every time I do something that is out of character mom mom tells me about it you know uh, and usually when i do things out of character i'm either messing with people or i'm going through a breakup you know that's just basically how it works it's either i'm, I'm going through a breakup because the piercing of my ears i was going through a breakup and i was like my friends were like mate we all got our ears pierced you should pierce your ears too and i was just like you know what frack i'm gonna do it pierce my ears you know and <laughs> so basically um I understand the conservativeness and um, and I understand the, the whole, um, you know, growing up from a conservative family and growing up where, you know, where parents who are like, you got to do things a, a particular way. Um, I just yeah. broke away from the mold. I was just like, I- I'm not having it anymore. And um, and now I don't, you know, I'm, I'm the black sheep. I'm just, just not having it. It's not, yeah. Hmm. Well, that makes it more interesting, I think. Say that again? 
it makes life more interesting, I think. It does. It does make life more interesting to just just break away a bit, just something. Um, but it, it it does make your mystery a lot more interesting too. Now that I know the now that I know the secret of a mystery, now I'm not gonna have that mystery anymore. Now every time you post a convention um, pick, um, event thing, I'm gonna not really. I'm gonna read the article, but I'm not really gonna be looking for like reflections sure. anymore. <laughs> Well, I mean, if anybody listens to, I mean, this podcast and then also decide to check out my blog, then they also don't have to try to figure out how I look like, what I look like. Or maybe they're even more interested because it's like, well, she doesn't even post a photo. Why not? Soon you'll have people hiding in the bushes outside of your place. They're just going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to be the person to get the elusive picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, please don't. <laughs> Oh my god! I I think I've I've um I think I've I've I had I've had the the stalker experience and I can't say it's not it's not nice um <laughs> not that close to the picture thing but you know the people that do stalk you that know where you are when you don't know where you are like they're like hey I saw you um today you know and I was looking at you from afar and I'm like really that's <laughs> not nice <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> That, like keep like maybe fifteen yards away from me. <laughs> How about never ever find me ever and don't look for me and um, we'll be good. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. You no, know, it's nice. No, don't stop people, please. <laughs> I had a, a, a Facebook um, friend who um, we went to school together. This is this is someone I knew, and um, recently he was like, um, he was like, hey Q, I saw you walking through the Capitol, man, and. Um, and yeah, you look, you look re- like you know you you were busy, so I didn't want to um, like you know hail you out and say hi or something. Like, are you serious, mate? Like, you should have just said hi. Like, it's it's weird when you're like when you see me and I don't see you. <laughs> and... It's like I know you. It'd be okay if you said hi. <laughs> it would be. He was like, I wasn't sure if I should say hi. And I'm like, dude. You, I mean, come on, that is so creepy. Like, you, like in my mind, I'm like, every time I'm walking to the Capitol now, I'm like looking around. I'm like, if that guy happens to be there, you know, hiding in some corner or something, looking to see me and then message me. Um. Oh, but I am so bad in public sometimes because it, it's funny because I'll be walking somewhere and then people would say that, you know, I saw you, like... <laughs> I saw you like at that corner deli or something. It's like, wait, really? When? It's like, just like a few days ago. But then it's like, I, like I tried to wave at you, but you didn't, you didn't say anything. You didn't notice me. You didn't acknowledge me. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I've done it so many times. Like apparently, like people would literally be right next to me. And then I think it's well because sometimes I, I, um, I like I'm, I'm on my iPod or something. Like I'll, I'll be listening to music, or then sometimes like I'll be kind of like a little bit like lost in my thoughts and or just like really in the zone, like getting to where I need to go because New Yorkers are very much about like gotta get to wherever it is they gotta go. It's like nope, really, really concentrated, really focused. And then apparently I've done that to so many people, and at first like like I had to clear up the misunderstanding. Like I'm not ignoring you. I literally. <laughs> I see you so this is why you have to do more like like if you gotta like pat me or like grab my hand or something to get my attention please do that I picture people just tossing themselves at you like they grow extra arms hold themselves and just toss themselves at you just like you know (laughs) (laughs) they gotta get your attention somehow (laughs) it was it it was a it was kind of awkward for a while to have to kind of 
explain that misunderstanding. Like, I was not ignoring you, believe me. I literally did not see you because I just was way too, like, into my music or just too into the zone of, like, trying to get from point A to point B. That is... And the thing is, is I completely understand that as well because um, usually, like, when I'm in the capital, um, which is where our cafe is, um, I'd be in the capital and I'd be on my way to the cafe or I'd be on my way to something in the capital that I have to get done or something like that. And I too, or I'd tend to put on a podcast or something and I'd listen to a podcast while um, I'm walking or I may have music on. It depends. And in the same way, I tend to not really notice people around. Like, I notice who's are in my peripheral vision and nearby me so I don't walk into the street or something and get run over. But, yeah. um generally i'm just not like looking out for people basically and so i can i can see that and, and it's in a similar way in trinidad um the the population in trinidad, trinidad is, is a very metropolitan kind of style um country in the sense that especially like in the the cities areas though everyone's very active like everyone's very active everyone's moving around everyone's doing something there's not any time to breathe there's not any time to sort of like take a breather and just stop take a deep breath and just chill you know, um, unlike our sister island, Tobago, where it's just like really chill. Like you land in Tobago, and it's just like, oh man, I'm like, I'm on a because Trinidad doesn't feel like a Caribbean island to me, whereas Tobago does. Like, uh, interesting. It's it's like Trinidad feels like anywhere else. Like um, it just feels like some city or something. Whereas Tobago is um, it's it's very island life. Like the, the the big difference when you land in Trinidad, Trinidad's airport looks like a general airport. When you land in Tobago's airport, it's a small airport. There are seashells on the side of the airport. Um, right as you're landing, the airport is right next to the ocean. So when you land, you see the ocean, and um, you know you come out. The taxi drivers all look chill. Like everyone just sort of like, man, I'm just relaxing. You know, <laughs> everyone just looks super chill. When you land in Trinidad, everyone's just like, hey, I'm going. The taxi drivers are all like standing there and well dressed up, and they're like, come on, let's go. And everything is just really quick. Uh, uh, so different, so different. So. Because oh, I mean, I've, I've gone to like other Caribbean islands before. I haven't been to Trinidad and Tobago, but um, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That it's like it's night and day between the two islands. Which Caribbean islands have you been to? Uh, I've been to. Oh goodness, I'm trying to remember now. <gasps> You've uh, forgotten. Because like, <laughs> I like I've been to like a a bunch already. Uh, I've been to the Bahamas. Okay. Uh, uh, I've been to, I've gone to Honduras. Um, where else have I gone? Um, Should I start listing Caribbean islands? <laughs> I mean, I like my my mind is a blank because especially like uh, for me, it's like I like to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. So that's why it's like when I go to places, it's like. I know I've been here, but how come I can't remember every place I've been to now? It's like I literally have to, like, I have to, like, get a map of, like, the entire world and then start putting, like, little push pins on stuff on the map. And then I was like, okay, I've been here. I've been there. It's like, I, it's like, I, I like, my, my brain just, like, goes completely blank because it's like, why am I going blank? That's <laughs> a good thing. Places. <laughs> I, I have to say that is it's 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 good to know that you love travel because the thing is, is a lot of my American friends um, they don't travel very often they don't even have a passport some of them and it weirds me out like it really creeps me out when when they're like oh man I've never been um, out of the U S and um, and I don't even have a passport because it's not like you could tell them like hey man let's let's meet up at this place in this country and at something let's like, just go on an adventure 
and you know it, it always wears me out when people tell me and even not just not just the US but anywhere like it wears me out when people tell me like they live somewhere their entire life and they've never travelled because it's just like like really? if you not even got curious about travelling you know it's like you're missing out <laughs> Man, you're so missing out life is all about the experience you gotta travel you exactly got, you gotta exactly. gotta travel and I, I honestly wanted I wanna start a, a travel blog at some point at some point, I'm going to start a travel blog. It's going to be like a YouTube, like a vlogging thing. And, you know, I'm just going to be traveling and experiencing things and just vlogging it. I, I saw this. There's this YouTube channel I follow now. I think it's called... Um, I think it's called Nomad Vegan or something like that, or Vegan Nomad. And okay. um, it's this chick. She's an American. And um, basically, she moved to Europe. And um, and I believe she's she has a spouse guy that she's with. I don't know if they're married or anything like that, but she travels with him. And okay. um, and I believe they're a couple. And they travel throughout Europe. And the, the whole thing is that they don't even have visas. They're just going from country to country when their their stay expires. Because usually when you go to a country, um, if you don't if you go to a country where you don't need a visa, you usually can stay a period of time. But then you have to leave at some point of time. So it's usually like about three to six months or something. And mm-hmm. so they're just waiting till close to the end of their time, and then they just move on to another city, another country, sorry, in Europe because they're so close. And they're just traveling around Europe with a van and everything. And it's like, and they're vlogging it. And so they're making money off of their vlog because it, it, it has some subscribers and it's, they're making money off of it. And they're just living the vegan life. And I'm just like, man, this is so cool. I mean, I'm not going to live the vegan life because I'm not vegan. <laughs> but um, the whole travel <laughs> thing, oh man, that sounds so cool. That, I know, it's great. I mean, I, I like I always get really, really excited when I either watch like a YouTube video or even read like a travel article and then see the pictures. It's like, oh, man, I want to go there <laughs> or like or if I've been there, then it's like I want to go back there. <laughs> got to do it. It's, it's got to happen. And honestly, like especially if you, you live in a country for those of you, I know, I know not everyone who's going to listen to this is going to be from um, from like either the US or, you know, like, for example, like in my case, I can't like um, like turn that or, you know, some country that has a um, that has a, a good passport because not every country has a, a good passport. But some countries have a good passport. For me, in uh, you know, from Trinidad and Tobago, we have a really good passport. We can go to most countries, excluding maybe one or two without a visa. So. I can usually just go to a country, like, just book a flight and just fly there without even having to worry about anything. I don't have to do any paperwork, nothing. Just book a flight and I'm there. Um, yeah. And it's only two countries that I, that I, you know, that are, like, in my schedule of traveling this that I need a visa for. And it's easier for me to get a visa because I'm a member of the press and that's the U.S. and Canada. And everywhere else, it's just book a flight and fly, basically. Um, yeah. So I think once you, if you do, ha- if you do live in a country where your passport is powerful, like it, it does allow you to travel to a lot of places. You owe it to yourself to just travel and see places. You could even go to like the closest place to you, like one island away, and you'll see stuff that is just so different. You know. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, people need to travel more, man. I mean, it just definitely. It's an out. <laughs> I know because, in fact, like. um just this past summer i i went to hawaii for the very first time and then mm-hmm. it's just it's well it's been a long time dream of mine so it finally came true so i'm very happy about that mm-hmm. um, but it's just it's it's beautiful out there but i mean it's part of the united states but then when you're out there it just looks it just seems like it's in a whole other different country because yep. it's, it's just like it's so different Mm-hmm. being in Hawaii compared to like other 
U.S. states, and it's just it kind of feels like I'm not. It's like it kind of feels like I'm not in. I don't feel like I'm in the U.S. anymore. Guys, <laughs> I'm not in the U.S. Right? It's like that is, that is the thing. It's the same feeling I get from Trinidad to Tobago because Trinidad and Tobago are the same country. They're they're part of the same nation, but. Um, Tobago being a separate island on the side is just so different from it and even like in the US to a certain extent different states feel so different like Florida feels so different from San Francisco San Francisco feels like a place I would live Florida feels like somewhere uh, I probably wouldn't Um, (laughs) I probably would I love the weather in in Florida because it's very similar to the weather here it's pretty much the same weather but I don't like Florida itself because compared to San Francisco San Francisco is just beautiful compared to Florida and Florida is kind of like I was like, yeah, it's, it's actually. I kind of feel like Florida feels very similar to Trinidad in, in 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 a lot of ways. It's like you know, it's the palm trees, the um, the, it just feels busy. Weather. Say that again. The hot, humid weather, also. <laughs> the hot, humid weather, yes. Um, and it, but it just it it's just the air of the people as well. It just feels the people feel very busy in Florida. Like it feels like everyone's doing something. And I, I know maybe that's just me you know um just feeling that way when i see the people but when i like when i you know like for example like us like san francisco and la those places seem less busy to me for some reason they do especially san francisco it's just like everyone seems to just be living the dream in the sense of like they're doing something that they're passionate about and for that reason it seems like they're not even working like you know they're working but they're doing something that they like and so it feels like you like you see them and they're just so chill in their work and it's just like you're not working are you you're just here enjoying life <laughs> and <laughs> people everywhere else, you know, people in Florida and stuff like that. It's just like, man, I gotta get up, I gotta go to work. Everyone just feels you see them and they look tired. They look they look exhausted. You know? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the Florida heat, I don't know. But then But then probably if you came to New York it'd be definitely different because if anything, everybody here in New York, at least New York City Everyone looks tired and busy all the time. You know, New York is a state in the U.S. that I've never fancied. I've never really had... The fascinating to go to New York has never come up in my, sort of, like, my, um... My mind. Like, I've never thought, oh, my God, I want to do... I want to visit New York at some point in time. And I probably will, eventually. I will, probably. But, um, Mm -hmm. it's never come up because New York never really had anything that grabbed my interest. There was never anything that was just like, I need to see this. You know, yeah. uh, because it's a it's a city kind of place, and I grew up in I grew up on an island where it's like a city, and um, and so other than that too, there's just no big things that go on. Like for example, I like to go to to countries where I can go to a nice big convention, and yes, there's New York Comic Con, but I feel like New York Comic Con it it's got to be like really like how what's the right word I want to use? It's got to be like really like, New Yorky. Also, I kind of feel like everyone's gonna shout at me. She's gonna be like, I'm walking over here. And um, I know that's a stereotype, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, but I mean, I mean, sort of, kind of. I mean, definitely, um, New York's very crowded. Uh, people definitely will get overwhelmed by that sort of thing, especially if you're not used to our kind of crowds. Mm-hmm. If anything, New York City is just really overcrowded. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, done. They've done studies, so it's been confirmed that our city's very overcrowded. And for a claustrophobic person like me, that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. I know it probably would not be. Um, but yeah, you're actually probably one of the few that's like, like you know, if I don't ever go to New York, I, I, I'm fine with that. 
compared to almost everybody I talk to, it's like they're always excited about like either coming out here one day or at least dream about coming out here if they can. So it's like it's just like it's just a common response of like oh New York City like I love would love to go there one day like it would be like a bucket list kind of a trip. For me, it's more like I I have to say I like more of the the western states in the U.S. You know, your mm-hmm. Oregon's, your um, your Seattle's, your San Francisco's, your LA's. Those are the states that that are more um, are more my my pace because those states seem to be um, more relaxed, more chill, a lot more progressive as well, and um, and just they just seem very nice, I guess, if if you want to say, and also very different than what I'm accustomed to. So. Whereas states more on the East Coast, like Florida, New York, you know, um, Philadelphia, these states just seem way too familiar to me. Like, they just feel like I have experienced a state like this before. I've I've experienced this. So the fascination for them is less than I need to be there or I need to go there or something like that. Um, Though the one reason I will probably do New York at some point, though, would probably be for actually for New York Comic Con or or something like that because of the fact that um, I do want to, to do it at least um, at some point I do want to yeah. probably try um, New York Comic Con and see what it's like and all that kind of good stuff um, but yeah so um, it is an well, interesting if you, ever, if you ever do New York Comic Con then yeah we definitely need to meet up one day <laughs> yep have uh, have some, some coffee and tea and some jam and <laughs> an oatmeal I'll bring my own oatmeal I'm not trusting okay. New York oatmeal um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god here's the thing though Christine um, I could go on like this all day um, you sound like a very interesting person and I, I don't just say sound but you, you are a very interesting person but the thing is is that I don't think anyone wants to listen to a podcast that is way too long um, yeah probably <laughs> we're about an hour in so at least it looks like an hour is it? it is uh, about an hour in so yeah. we're about an hour in so we're going to have to wrap it up so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a moment to tell the listeners where they can find you, Christine, and so that way they can go and and do the Scooby Doo thing that I was doing. <laughs> and, um, like try to try to like look for my photo out there. <laughs> definitely. Um, you know, I really feel like there's going to be some creepy listener who's going to really find a picture of you, like find your Facebook and stuff and post it. Please don't do that. That is going to be so oh, weird. God. I will delete no. any comment that has that in it. I'm just letting you guys know. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, how do we find you, Christine? How do they find you? I already know how to find you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you would like to actually follow me on my blog, I'm actually at simpleek.com b-l-o-g dot blog so it's uh, s-i-m-p-l-e-e-k dot blog so that is where my blog is Um, I'm actually on Facebook so you could actually follow me on Facebook dot com slash simplique blog Um, I actually pretty much um, I do pretty much updates uh, every time I I do a post. Um, I actually post the blog every Monday, so it's like about once a week. I pretty much I keep it consistent. Um, I'm actually also on Twitter. You could follow me at Simply Girl. Um, it's actually a little bit strange. Uh, it's girl, but it's G R L, so it's uh, Simply 
G R L instead of G I R L. <laughs> why is the why is there simply girl not just simply on Twitter? Is there a reason for that? I have no idea because I think I think when I was making my Twitter handle at the time, uh, I, I think I got influenced by like one of my friends because she has a she had like a AOL email address where. She um, she was like sick a- sick AFI girl, mm-hmm. but it's like like uh, like a gur, so it's like a G R R L. For some reason, I I don't know. I like I guess it's like it it was it was just kind of like stayed in my head for some reason when I made it. So I just t- kind of took the I out. It's kind of stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kept this. Just like you know, I'm just gonna let it. Let it go. <laughs> okay, that is very, very interesting. I have to say so. That's very, very interesting. Um, and it has yeah. been an interesting time chatting with you. This conversation yeah. has been, it has been an interesting part. Um, conversation has been a, an interesting chat, and um, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed sitting here and chatting with you, and um, and just talking about, um, about stuff about just your your blog, what you do, um, the mysteries around you. That have somehow been solved, and um, and all that kind of good stuff. So hopefully the listeners go out there and they find you on social media and all that kind of good stuff, and um, and they check out the stuff you you do. I can say your Facebook page only has forty eight um, likes right now. I am one of the forty eight likes. Um, so you guys go on and, and and let's let's see if we can get some more likes on here, um, so that you know some more people can see stuff. I, if I can just say the the last few posts from. From um, from Christine have been uh, an anime review for Steinfeld, which is which is I haven't checked that one yet. There's the New York yeah. um, Comic Con 2018 um, holy or geek um, goodness. Um, there's that. There's some pictures of what I, what looks like um, what do you call this anime um, with the magical girls? Uh, um, just trying to like trying to see if I could bring up the it's the, the Facebook. Sailor Moon. Uh, it's some Sailor Moon wand looking thingies. Oh, that's like the, uh, that's my cover photo on the Facebook page. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I mean, that. I'm a huge Sailor Moon fan, so. <laughs> we, we didn't even get to, to really talk about anime, so maybe we'll have to have you on again and we'll talk about your favorite anime at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I would love to come back if you want to have me again. <laughs> I do, I do. I think it was amazing. I mean, if we didn't have to cut for time, um, I, we could have just gone forever. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, uh, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna say thank you to the listeners. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. As I say, I'm not 100 percent sure which of the podcasts I'm gonna post this on, and the reason for that is because of the fact that um, we're still deciding what we're gonna do with Simply Attackable Podcast, and um, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna put it on that beautiful life as of yet. I did tell um, Christine that it was gonna be that beautiful life, but we may end up just dropping it on um, on, Hopel- on simply attack because of the fact that we need content for that podcast. So yeah. Anywho, so um, <laughs> thank you very much for those of you that listened to this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, you can find me at LP Gardeners Garden Talk to you, and um, that's pretty much everywhere. And you can also find me at um, at SiteTBS, which is the Button Smashers um, Twitter, or pretty much the Button Smashers anywhere else, and on thebuttonsmashers.com. So, as always, guys, um, I don't even know if I can use my catchers on this because this is not. Um, this is I'm not sure, but I'm gonna use it anyway. So, as always, guys, this has been cute for your pleasure. <laughs>